Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Again I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. And I declared that the dead who had already died are happier than the living who are still alive. But better than both is the one who has never been born, who has not seen the evil that is done under the sun. And I saw that all toil and all achievement spring from one person's envy of another. This, too, is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Fools fold their hands and ruin themselves. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This, too, is meaningless, a miserable business. Two are better than one, because they can have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Better a poor but wise youth than an old foolish king who no longer knows how to heed a warning. The youth may have come from prison to the kingship, or he may have been born in poverty within his kingdom. I saw that all who lived and walked under the sun followed the youth, the king's successor. There was no end to all the people who were before them. But those who came later were not pleased with the successor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. So sadly, Solomon continues in his despair. He looks on the plight of the oppressed with cynical opinions, and he says, I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, that they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors. And he concluded that they essentially would be better off if they'd never been born. What a sad conclusion. He says, I declared that the dead who had already died are happier than the living. And better than both of them is the one who was never born. And so um, uh, we certainly don't agree with Solomon, but at this point in his depression, this, these are his observations. He then gives an interesting proverb. In fact, there are several proverbs interspersed with his observations in this chapter. The first one's verse 6. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. 
Now, that could easily be put in the book of Proverbs. The meaning is to be satisfied with, um, uh, with what you have, not to be dissatisfied in pursuing something that's beyond your grasp. Solomon had some observations about hardworking people with no heirs, and he may have once again been looking at his own future successors or potential future successors and not seen someone who was capable of taking the kingdom of Israel. Sadly, we know from church history that uh, the one that was after Solomon, the son after him, Rehoboam, was definitely not up to the task. So perhaps Solomon is looking on um, the character of his son or perhaps more than one son and saying, I don't have anyone um, who would be a, a worthy heir. But his perspective on heirs, This, listen to this, verse 7. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? In other words, who am I leaving all this for? Who am I accumulating all these things for? Why am I accomplishing all these great works if I have no, no heir to enjoy the fruit of my labor? We did have a few proverbs on the value of collaboration and teamwork and people working together. Verse 9, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them get up. This is true in the natural, but it's also true emotionally. Um, If you're down in the dumps, you need someone to help you get up. It's spiritual. If you're having a hard time spiritually, often it's good to have someone to stir you up spiritually and to help edify your soul. And so two are better than one. This observation is, is true. Verse 11, also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And verse 12, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves, and a cord of three strands is not easily broken. So this concept of um, being in league or in fellowship with others for defense has merit in, um, in many different aspects of our lives and in many different cultures. Solomon says that wisdom's more valuable than power or position. He says, um, a better, a poor but wise youth than an old and foolish king who no longer knows how to heed a warning. So it's not all about positions and power. It's about wisdom as well. And then Solomon concludes this chapter with more of what seems to be concerns about his future successor. He says, I saw all those who walked and lived under the sun. They followed the youth, the king's successor. There was no end to all the people that were before them, but those who came later were not pleased with the successor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. And so, Lord, um, uh, we see some signs of truth in these writings of Solomon. There's a great deal of cynicism and a great deal of depression that comes through. But, Lord, it is true that better we have a handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind or futility. Lord, may we be um, content with whatever our calling and our situation in our lives are, God, uh, we recognize that you have different calls and plans and purposes for each and every one of us. 
May we live our lives according to your plans for us, and may we be satisfied with the call on our lives. Lord, we pray for your wisdom, the wisdom of heaven, not the wisdom of men. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.